Hello and welcome to another edition of the Meters Gain podcast. We are back after a long break. I think it's been back. three weeks. Polonsky is in the building as your host. I'm joined by the infamous Horse Baron. Jeez, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Uh, and we are joined, well, we're down two members, regular members, Horse, uh, being Jeremy Scher, who is currently uh, on his travels in Italy. Rumours that he may be, rheumatoid arthritis here alert, he, he may be proposing, but we're unsure of the uh, yes. specific details. Well, hopefully when he comes back in, well, I think it's the end of the month, uh, there might be a ring on his partner's finger, but we'll wait and find out. And we're also missing our resident stats guru, Daggers, uh, with a migraine out this evening. <laughs> <laughs> his head is a little sore. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite common uh, and unfortunate for Dino. Um, but we have a familiar face, or a voice I should say, uh, in the building tonight at my humble abode this evening. Yes. Um, Corey Wasser joins us. Uh, how are you, Corey? Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I've, I've been cherishing this moment to, to do the podcast with you. You're an avid listener. We know that. A good mate of ours. A bit of a nuffy as well in the game. Um, but... Are you looking? Are you excited to be back? Were you waiting for the call or? Um, I, look, I won't lie. I've been checking my phone very regularly, um, but we just had to get the figures right with the with the contracts. But it's good to be here. Well, oh, it's good that you uh, signed the dotted line. But we're going to get straight into it, gents, because we've missed a hell of a lot of footy over the past month. It's finals time, of course. But I think we're firstly our uh, horse going to pay respects to a beloved footy personality that unfortunately lost his life early in the week. Uh, Spud Frawley, so uh, he's someone that, I guess, growing up ourselves as uh, young lads that we are, uh, saw a lot of him, both in the media and, and um, in the game, so we send our condolences to his family. Any words, gents, that you want to offer? Yeah, look, we're not experts in any sort of department of whatever demons that Spud was tackling throughout his life, but as as Dan says, just echoing... Um, condolences to the uh to the family and, and all of his friends and everyone who knew him and hopefully it's okay yeah i think it's um it's one that's kind of hit a lot of people just because he was so well loved uh and respected and admired so uh he will be missed um but we will go into the footy uh and well the big news of the day gents is adelaide uh, our man Dino's team uh, have made a very big decision, or their coach has made a very big decision, whichever way you want to look at it. He's been pushed out. I don't. I feel like he didn't really make the decision. No, well, I'm, I'm with out. you there. I'm with you there. I think the review has already started, um, and it's the, the first scalp is Don Pike, the head coach. Uh, thoughts, Corey, on how he's performed? I guess over the past couple of years. Well, I I'll give you a little stat. He actually has got the the highest winning percentage ever for an Adelaide. Coach, yeah, I saw I that. Yeah, last ten years. But I do think it was the right move. To get rid of him, uh, they were just, they're just in no man's land right now. Uh, they've gone backwards since the final. So. Wouldn't have thought that if you asked Dean Degan that question, he would have thought they were in an excellent position with <laughs> plenty of youth and talent and a great coaching situation. Yeah, well, I I still think their list is okay. I, I think a lot of people, including myself, pump them up a bit too much, I guess, at the start of the year. But I think the coaching, uh, as you guys said, has really let them down. Not just Pike. I think there, there could be some other dominoes to fall, assistant coaches. Yeah, uh, I think Brett Burton will be... Brett Burton I, in the general manager of footy. He'll probably yep. be on his way out by the end of this podcast, I would have thought. Yeah. He, he'll be out quick. Uh, Camparelli, I think, has been there a while. I think he could go. A few of those people who have been around the club for a while that... Not that Burton's actually been back for a while, but um, he, he did the more. camp. Though he did that, he was yes. he was the architect of the camp. So I would, I, I don't think. Oh, we're from Tigerland. <laughs> yeah, um, with you there. Just um, yeah, just finishing on Pike. I mean, he, he had he was there what four years in 2016. Had 16 wins. 2017, 15 wins. 2018, 12, and 2019, 10. So he had to win a premiership in the 16 to 17 period. Didn't, and I think yeah, it's probably. The right move to make. They just didn't adjust. Like they had a working formula, and then people figured it out, and they just did not adjust. Mm. Mm. So I think that's a bit of an indictment on. I think him. the the continuous rolling, uh, dropping of players and, and team ins and outs. Uh, I wouldn't think Adelaide had the worst injury list this year. Um, I think they had one of just, the healthiest lists. Yeah, actually. Um, apart from say Dodi at the start of the year, and maybe a couple of others. 
I'm with you. I think so much went wrong with certain players there um, that I guess we're not privy to that he, I think he's gotten wrong. Uh, will he get a job elsewhere pretty quickly, gents, or do you reckon he'll be out of the game for a while? I'm I'm hearing at this stage, this is a rheumatoid arthritis for you guys, I'm hearing that Frio might be might get involved here. Interesting. He came what as from... a head coach role or no, like a more, head of director of no, footy one of sort those of thing? type of management roles. I like, think he like, came from West Coast, didn't he? Before he went to yeah, the Crows, he did. Yeah. But I'm I'm feeling that Frio might be the place that he lands. Yep. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Well, they're obviously on the lookout for a coach. Um, Longmuir potentially leading that pack, but we'll we'll uh, we don't know too much about it at the moment. But we'll move on. Don Pike is off. Willie Rioli hitting the headlines. A big day of footy boy. today. Too much um, apple juice, I think. <laughs> this is a very interesting <laughs> story. Rumor going around. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apple juice. Uh, we're not going to get into what he really had, Willie. But, uh, well, do you know, gents, are we able to speak up about I haven't looked too much I'm into I'm actually that. not friends with Willie Rioli at <laughs> no. all. So I don't, don't know any of his family I could, either. I so could guess. I mean, I could guess. Well, are we, are we guessing more illicit drugs or performance enhancing? I think it's ASADA. It's ASADA yeah. illicit drugs. So it has to be performance enhancing. Yeah. Corey, no, 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 Corey no, no, no. would know that. As an, I, as an Essen supporter, um, he's guilty. <laughs> if he doesn't get ten years, <laughs> no, well, uh, the, what the rumor is be, four years at the moment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's at least two, and then you've got to wait for the the B sample. Mm. Uh, as as I know, so <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I think it, it it can mean illicit substance or a performance enhancing substance. But any illicit substance is performance enhancing if it's in your system, close to game day. I thought training. some illicit substances that aren't performance enhancing by nature were not. No, but they they still come under the the ban. Yeah, so he would have had you know I guess two or three strikes over the past month yeah. essentially, um, and then this was the last straw. And whatever he's been doing, he has kept doing it, and yep. he's a naughty boy. Im- implica- <laughs> <laughs> he is. Um, implications on the field for the, for the Eagles. How big a loss do we think he will be at this time of year? Yeah, he, he was he was probably best on ground. Last week in the well, game you, that shall not be mentioned. Well, you would have saw, saw, he, seen that one first. He absolutely killed us. Um, he was. I think he's actually integral to their team, much kind of like Stevenson is for Collingwood. That the way that they play with that structure. Mm. I think. Um, I don't think they can win the premiership. Who takes his spot? Uh, Petrocelli. Petrocelli, or yeah. even a, does a Waterman come in? Did he Petricelli, play? Waterman's yeah. playing already. Petrocelli come, has come in. Or a yeah. v- a Venables, Daniel Venables, maybe. Not that he's a like it's for an like. Excellent name, <laughs> Venables. Venables, but he did play in the Granny last. No, week, no Petrocelli. Will, will, he'll be Pet- in. Petrocelli. Uh, well, I'm gonna. So that's enough about Willie. We'll move on. Um, I'm just gonna skip the rundown here, gents, and put Corey under the microscope. Uh, another disappointing result for the Bombers. First round away I don't finals see this loss. In the agenda, which is a bit strange. Um, but anyway, yeah. just, just your thoughts on. Obviously, it's a tough fixture. You're not going to be favourites going into the game. Obviously, a few mm. injuries at this time of year it doesn't help. But is it a success for the Dons this year, or how, how do you judge it as a loyal member who goes to just about every game? Every game. Every um, it's a, it's a it is it's a weak pass. I think it's a weak pass. I think there's really. Well, what did what what did you expect? Well, David King, who's to, the who's is the so the the self dubbed know it all footy, um, shots fired at King, um, said you guys were going to win the flag. He's shaking in his boots from that shot. Daniel. Oh, he would. He should. Um, uh, but he says too hard men well, of football it, there. <laughs> Polonsky in the under eights and, and Kingy. <laughs> um, well, he continuously, like other media person, uh, so called experts, put the bombers up on the top of the list at the start of the season and. Yeah, he Were did. those expectations also agreed upon internally, do you think, by the Bombers? I think at the start of the year, the goal was at least to win a final. But I think, as I said on the last podcast, given the injuries, and I know it's an excuse and it's a soft excuse, but we did have pretty bad injuries. And I think if you look at us compared to, let's say, Melbourne, who had similar injuries to us, I mean, they came 17th. So Yeah, Melbourne suck. Yeah, Melbourne is shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a weak pass, but things that, the main thing that needs to change is is that we can't be a back half scoring team mm. if we play like that next year. I think you need to change. Carousella oh, should do that. Carousella, yeah. We're we're trying to we're running out of Richmond people to take. I'm, I'm hearing Dimmer, as well. Dimmer's, net, Dimmer's a bomber at heart, so <laughs> I'm hearing as well. Truck Rutten, who's highly rated at the bombers, yeah. could be interviewed for the Adelaide job. I should have mentioned that earlier. Um, obviously, yeah. former Crow Fair himself. Um, so, it'd be interesting to see whether he stays or yeah, goes I think to the Crows. He'll probably stay because I think he's part of the succession plan. So, Woosha will either 
He's going next year or get the sack. Either way, he, he won't be there in twenty. Are you going to give him his letter? To, I, I think, it, I think it's time to go. I'll write the letter personally. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Yeah. We'll go. We'll staying with the final series, and let's just recap. I guess the the first round of the finals. Yep. Um, your boy Samson, the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, all hundred thousand of you. Is it roughly hundred thousand members at the moment? Um, hundred and three. Hundred and three up and about. Uh, Dustin Martin was electric, uh, despite his seven free kicks against. I think it was, but he was very, very, yeah, but that's very normal, good. That's a normal game to seven free kicks against. Um, just, but, just on that game, by the, I think, well, I guess apart from Dusty's six goals, but you take away, I guess, the key position point of view, the most effective player on the ground came really to rise in that third quarter, which is when we tore the game apart. Do you know who that player was? Titch. He was. He's. The all Australian. The the one time should be twice this year. Should be probably once then, because he shouldn't have got it last year, but that's all right. <laughs> um, his value per touch is unbelievable. He, he just You'd hope so, because he has about ten disposals. He doesn't game, get that. So. But that, but that's exactly right. And and the fact that he can have such an influence on a game by, by such minimal touches shows just how much of a superstar he is when you can get Lockie Newell and have fifty one touches and still lose a game but yeah, three goals. No, he has become a very good player the last few years, and you've you've certainly been uh, talking him up. So um, I think we, we've got to agree with the, the Baron here. Yeah, Corey. no, he, yeah, uh, right. he has been very good, Titch Edwards. Um, but were you nervous? I thought. I mean, a lot of people are saying, and I fully agree, the Lions really should have been up by at least five or six goals at halftime. Um, they really butchered it. They had, at the end of the day, they still had a similar amount of scoring shots to the Tigers. They had no, more, did they have more? Didn't they? No, they had more. They, they, had, they, they had more inside fifty more scoring shots. I, I agree. But you look at go back to that. As good Coast, as Richmond were, in go the to the West round. Coast game. We were down five goals at quarter time. Mm. So I mean, it, I, I honestly think it would be irrelevant whether they had scored. You know, their four goals. You know, extra that they probably should have kicked because if you had a look at the, the score, the scoring chart of where Brisbane took their shots, they were not. You know, Oh. Of places on the field compared to Richmond, where we were getting, we got all of our oh, twenty yeah, metres okay. out. Yeah, well, um, there were some very, very, very gettable ones, but the yeah, scoring shots can be misleading. I mean, if you're taking shots from the boundary under pressure, oh, I just exactly. don't think they'll be that worried about the way they played. Probably in the second half, they would be the Lions, um, but I think the way they played in the first half, Fagan would have been pretty happy with that. But they just obviously didn't mm. put it on the scoreboard. Well, but I mean, a young team, yeah. But like, yeah, it's exactly right. But does that mean you expect them to win another game this year? The Lions. Yeah. So you you're not tipping him against the Giants at home. No, no, not either. Okay, interesting. I I can't see them winning. Uh, and without Robinson as well, I think that's a pretty big loss. Mm-hmm. Just they need is, that yeah. grit and experience. Yeah. I think that's a big loss. No, I'll go with the Lions. I think GWS has almost have almost played their own final. They were pretty eager to get up over the Dogs. Um, so I just can't. It's cold on the Giants know, there. Yeah. No, I'm. I've they always have been the most talent of any team. Mm. Yeah. The, still the few Ferrari. injuries out. <laughs> the Ferrari. A few injuries though. I, I, I'm with you. I completely agree with those points. I just think Brisbane are. Um, they might bounce back. Uh, and it'll be a very interesting so game might. either so way. So you're on the fence, is what you're saying? No, no, I, I'm tipping them. I'll tip the <laughs> Lions. Uh, the other game that sh- which I loved. Uh, not that I'm a Collingwood fan, but the Pies got stuck into the Cats. Um, Thoughts on the game, gents? A 10-point win, a bit of a grind, really, in the end. But I guess they put it on early. But I thought a lot of those goals that they kicked were really Geelong errors. It wasn't, I guess, Collingwood's brilliance. Um, so thoughts on, I guess, the way the Cats defended mm. and also maybe the way Collingwood are playing. Are they really that good? It's a, hard, it's a hard one to read for me. I feel like, to be honest, I actually respected both teams less after the game. That's kind of the way I saw it. I just... I, I just, what? I just didn't feel like either team was very good. I, I, to be honest, I just didn't think they were very good either team. Like Geelong can't move the ball, and Collingwood to me, they just don't. I just can't see them going too far. Well, they're, well, they're already in no, the final. No, Collingwood, as in I think they'll just bow out straight away. Whoever they play in next. the prelim, so yeah. they'll meet really? the Giants or the Lions, yeah. won't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if they get the Lions, them. like that would that would be lucky. I can't see them dropping a game at the G against either of those two teams in the prelim. I just don't rate them. I know they're in. I know they're in the prelim, but I just really don't rate them. And well, I think, and Geelong are probably the worst team to, to come first in, if, in a long time. Well, I think yeah. Look, that the yeah. game that last Friday night game, the Cats uh, won contested footy by twenty one, uh, and they had more disposals throughout the game anyway for the first three quarters. Except it only took until the last quarter. The kick was it four goals to zero. Yes, yeah, in the last quarter. So I mean, it's. It was almost like it was a damn ready yeah. to, to yeah. break. Whereas Collingwood, Collingwood stayed at the same level 
Yeah. They had their the struggles game. for patches, though. They couldn't get it out of their this back a, half. Wasn't it just a flat game? It just felt flat to me. Yeah. I'll tell you what I took out of it, though, which I loved because I'm not a fan of him. Uh, is you compare yeah well you, spot, <laughs> you compare the game of Scotty Pendlebury who I thought was mm. best on and then you look at Selwood's game and Selwood's been rested up before this uh, final series is he done Joel Selwood it's as a, a winger it's a, he's not a winger as a as a winger well that's where done. they've played it they've tried to obviously put him out there this year is he done well Tim Kelly's gone want to play? so then maybe throw him back in the midfield well they'll 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 attract. Jack Stephen or potentially Sean Egan's are the two names that they're linked to. Whether I think it's I think it's early to, to write him off, but he can't play in the wing. He's not damaging. Like if when Pendles is out, if you leave Pendles in space, you're pretty much fucked. Mm. If Selwood, he's not dangerous. He has to be in there winning the ball. Yeah, getting his twenty high free kicks a game that he draws. That's what he needs to do. As good as Dangerfield was, you reckon he should have played forward more. I thought Danger was pretty close to best on ground, to be honest. Well, I, he, he was best on. Yeah, he was I, statistically he, and yeah. I guess just influence and, wise. And he was carrying Selwood and Adelaide on his shoulders while he was playing. So well, he carried Gaza was, Gaza was all. the almost all Australian this year. He almost made the all Australian. He made the squad. Adelaide. Mm. It's just, it's just, it's just a farce, isn't the, it? The, well, we should get into the all Australian. All Australian. No, the, the, the fact that yeah. there were there were what was there? There was six. All Australians running around in the uh, Brisbane Richmond game, yet the one bloke who kicked six goals and single handedly dominated doesn't get a look in. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah, a hang strange. on, hang on, Baron. Uh, whilst I admit Dusty is a top five player in the league, right, and he was class, did he play that well for the first twelve rounds of the season? Probably not. He so, did, so, but, first, but it's like. But I, I would also use that argument against Tim Kelly because I thought he was non-existent yeah, after but the it's bye, a story and line. he should not have. Been after there. Dusty um, gave Mumford the. The Coke signal. Uh, he actually he lifted when he came back. I thought Dusty was. No, it was after the it was after the bye. Yeah, he just needed a little time. I like some of those players that made it. To be honest, is, oh, I'm, is I'm with you. I think they got a, another year another year wrong, really. But uh, that's okay. Uh, the other game, which game are we missing? Uh, have we covered all of them? There's the a, Eagle, how do we rate the Eagles' performance? I know we spoke about the Bombers' side, the Eagles' side though. How much can we take? It's into a hard that? game to read into. I mean, they were they were comfortably the better team, but. You know, they do they be beat the against. Cats this weekend? I think they do. I think they do, but the, I guess the, the positive out of this for Richmond is that West Coast have to travel to Melbourne twice yeah. two, uh, twice in two weeks. It's, it's very hard to, to back that up. But uh, West Coast, for me, are probably the second best team. Mm. But, yeah. they're, but they're, they've got, they're, they're fighting an uphill battle and they should have been Hawthorne. Mm. And, and that's probably where their season that was... is over. That's, why that's probably why they won't win the Premiership. Yeah. Well, back to the Cats and the point you made that they're not the best first-place team for a while. There was only a game separating one to five on the ladder this year, and that, yeah. that's that's evident. But they, yeah, but they were on top of the ladder for Mostly, know, yeah. 10, 10 weeks in a row or something. That, yeah, they had a bit of percentage well, boost. You, know, you play your games in Geelong, and then you've got to come to Melbourne. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a does, different story. Does Reece Stanley play this week for the Cats? Oh, against Santa Nui. Yeah, he, you need as he, much size as possible. He'd have to. He'd have to. Still can't believe Chris Scott. Uh, would you? A lot of people are calling for his head and people are saying, oh, he's led them to first on the ladder, this and that, again. Oh, it's hard to sack him and I don't think they will, but that record, 3-10 and 10 in finals, when they've consistently loaded up each year and they've been able to bring in a player or two for him to compete for that flag, I think his time has to be up. Chris Scott. <laughs> right really? now? Like sack As in, regard- <laughs> well, they're not going to win it a letter. Yeah. <laughs> I think they need to look at, yeah, I would if I were them. I know it's hard to when you finish first. You haven't really got much... Leverage as the the board, but no, there's no you, leverage there. You'd be disappointed with what they they do have all out. the tools to win a premiership. That's what I will say. As the in, you look ruck, at the, the ruck's the key. Yeah, but they've issue. got to me. Well, that's, they're not going to get Goldstein because he's just yeah, re-signed. He's just, they've got four rucks that they they've been playing around, and it's 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 a bit of a concern that they haven't been able to find that balance all year. Like surely by now they should know who their ruck is, and they they don't know. Well, he's harsh on Reece Stanley for me. I think he's had actually a couple of decent years, to be honest. I'm not saying he's the best ruck in the game, and by far from it. But he's been. I think he's clearly their number one, and I can't cannot believe he didn't play him on the weekend. Yeah, against Grundy as well. I mean, you need someone that can just run up and down with him, and at least. Yeah. Break even. Yeah. Well, you, you need to you need to hit him physically in those contests in order just to kind of bring him down to some sort of a level. Mm. Because if he has no physical contact, he's just going to run free. Yeah. And and why is Selwood playing on the wing? Because they can't fit him in the midfield. It's a combination. I of think you put prolonging the forward and you put Selwood in the guts. It's a prolonging of 
a combination of prolonging his career, protecting his head, because obviously he's had a lot of injuries. Well, and maybe he should stop but, fucking um, diving every time. Well, <laughs> I'm with you. He got a few uh, cheapies again, which we're not happy with. We don't want to see those paid in the finals. And but I hope, And I, just on that, I hope Dylan Grimes recovers as well. He took a nasty tumble against <laughs> Charlie Yeah, Cameron. Dane Zorko was... did even worse. <laughs> Yeah, Zorko gets away with a few, actually. He doesn't get as much attention on that, but he's certainly one of them, as is Luke Shuhi. The oh, Eagles. Shuhi. Yeah. And Walters as well, that's why we're there. Anyway, <laughs> we can keep the name. We can do our diving 22 <laughs> at some point, I think. We should. Uh, Samson, I've just lost myself on the uh, rundown. Where are we up to at the moment? Uh, let's just talk about, is there is there a, a certain player running around who's lucky to still be in a side coming into this second and third week of the finals? Like, who is genuinely lucky to be in their spot? For any side? Yeah, just thinking about a player who hasn't really played well. Maybe he's uh, playing off just his own merit from the past I'm not sure seasons. if he got injured, but I think I've always said for a long time, Gary Rowan for the Cats. He was pretty bad. Uh, not only pretty bad. Yeah, I think he's been he's been injured. He though. was okay the first couple of rounds of the year, but I've, I said at Sydney, I said, regardless of his injury history, I think he's one of the worst players in the league. I don't think he'd make Carlton's team when back in 2016. Uh, he's that bad. He could have so. been captain then. <laughs> um, I don't know how he gets a game to be honest uh, especially at a team that's in the top eight so um, he's one that I, that would jump to my mind yeah there was probably a handful of Essendon players that were probably lucky to I make that side I could have named half our, half our BS, BFL <laughs> which we're playing no one for me which will this is this will upset set the Baron but Camden McIntosh yeah. he I didn't mean, play he's been in the side though he's in your premiership he's, side he hasn't yeah, been he's, but he's, he hasn't yeah. played for like months now hasn't he no <laughs> and we'll edit that bit out <laughs> Josh Caddy took his position on the wing no I think Samson do you hear that we've got a nuffy alert there <laughs> <laughs> nuff nuff I don't watch enough Richmond games <laughs> nuff nuff uh, well, any, any for you Baron um, from disappointing uh, for me the disappointing aspect of this weekend was the whole Channel 7 broadcast of the of the Brisbane Richmond game was Incredible. I mean, every time Charlie Cameron touched the ball, it was just like, oh, Cameron. And he just had done nothing. He did, he did absolutely fuck all for the game. Same with Cameron Rayner. Every single time he touched the ball, Luke Darcy thought it was his breakout final, where in the end he had 15 touches, kicked the ball at 60%, and only moved at about 200 metres gained. I mean, that's the name of our podcast, and he couldn't even make metres gain happen. I mean, what are you doing, Luke? Who's Luke? Samson, you meant Luke Darcy. Oh, I thought you meant Cameron. You wouldn't know that Samson's Richmond fan because you'd think he'd be a Carlton supporter. He's, he's angry at the moment, but his team's in a prelim. Uh, have you got seats for the second big dance? Uh, Monday morning, I'll be getting those seats. All right, righto. Uh, Corey, what will you be doing there this time? Prelim uh, time. I'll be watching the 1993. <laughs> <laughs> the one that Soss still claims that he touched. Yeah, touched I'll be watching that. No, I might watch the Basketball World Cup. Yeah, well, shout out to the Boomers. How good has have they been? Mills, Bogut, Bangers, Bangers. Delhi, <laughs> Rockham, Jockham, Sockham, Landale. I like uh, Nick K. Nick K, a bit of hustle, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, they've been, well, surely Paddy Mills is just on that. Paddy Fla- Flag bearer mm. for Tokyo He's Olympics. A- Big Adelaide Crow supporter as well, and he would not be happy right now without their going. No, but oh, they'd be happy that maybe Pike's gone. He might be happy about that. Yeah, yeah. and of course, gents, the Ashes. We've we've got them back. I know we've we've digressed a bit here, but we've got them back. There, well, we've kept the Ashes. I should say we never lost them. We've got them again. Tim Payne, Senor Smith, Manus. Manus. my boy, <laughs> Champagne. Um, no, it's good stuff. But we'll get back into the footy. After this break, because we're going to delve into some list management. Uh, the Dockers, Hawks and Power are up next. Welcome back to the second segment of the Meters Gain podcast before the elimination finals this week of the footy season. But we're going to start off with the Frio Dockers. Uh, we're going to evaluate their current list, gents. Um, Corey, where do you see their list? Uh, I guess some positives, some negatives, and I guess what you would do if you're the Frio list manager. Um, yeah, take us through it. There's a lot to do, isn't there? Um, what are their strengths? Fife. <laughs> Fife is good. Walters. Fife is good at football. Walters is a good diver and, and is good at football. Uh, Mundy. Mundy's good, but he's pretty old. Yep. And that's and they've got Brayshaw. Yes. That's probably about it. He attracts some fists yeah. towards that yeah. facial area. <laughs> he does. 
They, they are. It was, was not even a punch. How gaffed. <laughs> Seriously. Da- Daniel's a big advocate that it was actually Angus Brayshaw's fault that he, he got knocked the down. He's like his brother does. Andrew, Andrew sorry. Yeah. Angus the is the one that can't can't get a possession anymore, if you're wondering. <laughs> um, and he also came, what, second the Brownlow or third in the Brownlow? Yeah, when, when he does get it, he can't use yeah. it either. Go on, sorry. Um, yeah, no, there's some issues there. And also, it, it's, hard, it's hard to know where they're at because of the whole coaching change. It's if if they played more aggressively under a new coach, then we could see the likes of Bailey Banfield. But it's just hard to know where these players are at. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just the likes s- of absolute guns like <laughs> Bailey Banfield. I mean, they've just got a lot of players that if you saw them in the street, you'd have absolutely no idea who they were, and you probably wouldn't care. That's how I see them. So where do you see them finishing next year? Because they get to play in Perth, in that ten to fourteen range. Mm. But they, they so if they were a Victorian team, you'd probably say yeah, I'd probably say they're bottom 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 five at best. Yeah, they they could be in a Premier League term. They could be regulation side next year. Relegated, you know. Relegated. <laughs> regulation. What laws apply to Freo? Right. It's one of those bandwagon <laughs> Richmond Tottenham supporters that you get. You know, they're up and about when so, you're winning, but they wouldn't have a clue about the, sport the when old regulation. Does the Nuffy on AFL pages or whatever the page is called on Facebook? Do they have a voice clips that we can post, or is it only? <laughs> Go on, go on, horse. Go on. Um, yeah, look, there is really one aspect that is positive, and that is... Fife. Nat, Nat Fife. <laughs> uh, the rest of it is, it just kind of goes downhill pretty quickly. They do have some young players I'd like to be, see developed a little more, just like Andrew Brayshaw. Um, Adam Chero as well, I think, is a fairly decent yeah, young player. Yeah, he's all right. Um, but, like, I mean, Brad Hill's gone. Uh, they, they bring in... Well, Ed Langdon probably is gone. As Langdon's well. gone. He's gone. He's yep. definitely gone. Um, Rory Lobb came in, got hurt halfway through the season, couldn't really get a hold of what was going on. He was actually pretty good for a, a nice stretch during the season. Cam McCarthy, uh, we don't know what's going Hogan on Hogan as well. Yeah, he's, Hogan. Where's he going? All over the place. I mean, I like Luke Ryan. I reckon he's a fairly decent player. So just from looking at the list in this sort of sense, it's got mm. the you know 27 and older almost, if your name's not Nat Fife. So Monday go Walters go all this just see what you can get for them while they have any sort of currency um, that's a big call that's a, it's that, huge. Is a, that is a big call cheapest no but that's what I mean with a, a um, ruthless relegation side <laughs> uh, I think this is the only way for them to move forward it doesn't necessarily go straight to the draft but it is I'd, I'd drop, drop your average age from that higher end and Try and bring it in a little bit. Handling's good too, actually. Joel Handling. There's another yeah, one. He can not play. Bad, not bad. Brandon Batir is a flop. This kid was supposed yeah. to be good. Mm. Um, and then flop or a flub? <laughs> bit of both. He's pretty small, so maybe he's a flop as well. I don't know. Um, I don't know what being small is to do with a flop as well. Um, so that's pretty much my situation is with the Dockers, that they just need some more... They need to go into the fountain of youth and just have a little drink of whatever they can find. Mm, no, I'm with you there. I think you guys are being a bit harsh. Some other players I would rate. I actually don't mind where their back line's going. Uh, Pierce Hamling. Pierce obviously missed a chunk of the year. He was really good. Is really good. Wilson as well, we're forgetting about. He's a good player uh, off the half Wilson. back line. Griffin Lowe's coming through. That They need to play him more. Griffin uh, just played four games. Yeah, Griffin. And they need to play more. He's a top pick and a good fullback, so he will be good. They had plenty of injuries. I thought Rory Lobb was all right this year. They need obviously more out of Hogan. Tabernard was very good. They sorely Tabernard missed after good. the bye. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. They obviously lack talent. Blakely's the other one that, you, that um, I think can play in the midfield. But oh yeah, when you one of your best players for the year in Hill and also Langdon are going at the end of the year, it, it hurts. Uh, and who coaches is they're in a bit of trouble. The Dockers, um, mm. my dislike, and that leads me to my dislikes about them. It's really poor culture at the moment from the outside. Well, in. they have no culture now. Yeah, mm. it's well, it was poor, I guess, at least under uh, Ross the dictator. Ross, but also, uh, who was the CEO? Uh, I forget his name. Rossich. Yeah. Rossich. Yeah, wasn't a good man. Um, lack of midfield assistance for uh, for five at the moment in terms of inside mids. Monday, another year older. He's he's obviously a gun, but how much longer can he go for? And with losing... It doesn't Lang- look like they have a succession plan. No, and Langdon Hill out, they need some more run. Now. Yeah, and that was, I think, they needed more run. Stephen Hill's not really he, getting it he, done anymore. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's done. He's cooked. Their run they, stops yeah. are very questionable. Mm, well, Darcy now's the man. Yeah, he needs to drop a bit of weight. Yeah. Um, but he needs to get him they're, just, they're just lacking a great talent. 
Yep. And they don't really have a forward line that that's functioning. So leading to that, who would you target if you were the Dockers? What sort of players? Well, this is a bit controversial, but I actually think Jerky Jenkins would fit really nicely for them. They need someone. He's, he's average. You wouldn't have to pay a lot for him. He's just someone that I think would just provide a bit of structure and just take take a mark. Would you play him with Hogan and Tabernacle? Yeah, well, to be honest, it's you can't really rely on all of them to play. So, I wouldn't play all three. Oh, the old domestic basketball technique yeah, where exactly. you sign up nine players but only play six every yeah. week. I think you could play Hogan <laughs> even more on like a, as a centre-half forward wing type of role. That He did that for Melbourne. He well, was better ta- than I'd that. Probably Tabernard more so. You can mix it up. You can mix it up. Then they'd have targets down the line and a target up forward and it played Love as, a, as just a ruckman. So, him compete with Darcy. Yeah, for the I, I don't spot. think yeah. Darcy's up to it at this stage. Yeah, look, I, I don't think we'll know Darcy's best work probably for another two, three years, really. He's raw. Yeah. He's been raw for three years already, he's... but he will continue to be raw. Yeah, he's, he's very raw. Yes. Uh, who would you target, Baron? For for the Dockers. I mean, I think the number one target would probably be for the draft right now. They need, it. They need some solid picks, which is why I want them to move some of their... Um, not necessarily old players, but you know, latter age of the twenties. So you've got full rebuild basically with the Dockers. Yeah. So they should be getting a first rounder for Brad Hill. Yeah. Um, you could trade Fife and get three, three or four first rounders, but uh, that would probably kill. That would probably kill the club. But. Yeah. No, I, it, like you said, it also depends on what kind of a coach you're going to come back in, and um, what's his name, uh, Peter Bell, still going to be the king of the club. Yeah. I think, and he's going to try and run the joint and. Mm. He does strike me as someone who will go to the draft um, and where he'd be happy to, you know, kind of cut your losses, see where you can get value-wise for who is out the door. And um, it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a tough sell to Freo fans, though. I mean, I don't know what their expectations were this year. Well, but they haven't won a premiership, so yeah, it can't be that. I know. But, <laughs> but they actually, they did pretty well this year under Ross. Like, I don't really think he got sacked for this year's performance. No, I think it just, it, the club need to change. Yeah, just need a new direction. Uh, one player I would target is Zach Williams out of GWS, a Perth boy. Uh, he is elite. Uh, why would he leave? Uh, he's well, he's from Perth. Oh, I just got like, from a bucket load of money. Obviously, GWS salary caps a tight squeeze at the minute, Sanson. Squeeze a tight squeeze with Tomlinson being pushed out. Um, squeeze. Not that not that he's being pushed out, but I would put the question onto the, the Giants and see how much they would pay him. Um, so what, you get Williams and, and Wilson to, to go again in the back line for free? Well, Williams is a gun. You don't rate no, he's Williams. all right. I just don't think... I think their back line is probably their best line. Yeah, but there's just not enough run in general and, and carry and and pace, really. Well, they should probably keep Brad Hill then, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you have thought? <laughs> well, when, when, he, when his wife wants to come back to Victoria, it's a little difficult, Corey. I just imagine this whole scenario with Daniel trying to, you know, pay a whole lot of money to GWS for it. It's it's the scene of The Simpsons where Homer's trying to get Lisa into the private school and he slides across a $1 note and puts it there and leaves it and walks away. Like uh, Arsene Wenger offering $40 million and one pound for yes. Luis Suarez. It's also the former Carlton the former Carlton supporter coming out of him. Just take all the GWS plays you can. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm putting that. You guys are saying, oh, draft, draft. Let's go through the draft. Because let's look I at the last... I think they should move to Tassie, to be honest. Let's look, at the, <laughs> let's look at the last successful teams. They haven't gone to the draft recently. Yeah, but they... But they they're not going to win a premiership in the next no, five. They don't but, have enough stops. But this to, is about putting your money agency. on the line, not sitting on the fence, horse baron. And we are saying, who would you try and target? I'm not, not saying whether you get them or not. I think if they who get would Jenkins, top four. Well, they, can get, <laughs> <laughs> they can get Kelly across, that would help. Kelly, yeah. They, they, they're probably a better place to get Kelly. I know he I'd wants look to at, go to, to West Coast, but yeah. they, they, they'll probably get Kelly in. I'd look at a Quinton Narkle, Pal Pepper. I think he Quinton probably Narkle. goes to Victoria, but Pal Pepper could be a player that they should potentially target. Of course, a WA boy. Uh, Archie from the Suns, Swallow from the Suns, both WA. Um, but these are the exact players that I would get rid of. Like it's, what do you, it's, you don't think they'd be good enough anywhere else? No, I'm not saying necessarily they're good enough anywhere else, but I'm trying to reduce that uh, median age in the... Uh, the okay, well, Narkle's young. Williams isn't old. Narkle. Narkle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so agree to disagree on the dogs <laughs> list. Let's go to the power, who, fair to say, slightly disappointing season, gents? I don't agree with you, actually. No? I think they had a, a really good season, to be honest. 
I actually do. I think. So you didn't pick him to finish that high on the ladder. I don't think I did. I can't recall. But I, I'm, I'm fairly happy with their season. To be honest, I think they, they brought in the kids, and they improved, and, yeah. and I probably expect them to come in the top eight next year. I've got no idea what was going on. Well, they have year. to for Hinkley. Yeah, yeah, but I've got, I've got no idea why he was under pressure. To be honest. Well, he's been like, there, what, seven years now, roughly? Yeah, I think it's a fair As in the, I think they peaked in that prelim. They went a bit early. But I think they they brought in young talent like Rosie, um, Dersma, and and that Ranger. can't name them. <laughs> they brought in those three. And, and they actually, they played really well. I thought they had a really good season. The kids are good. Darcy Byrne-Jones was very good this year. Yeah, mm. DBJ, he was good. DBJ. Um, are you talking about Zach Butters? No, no, there's another one. Sorry. What else do you like about their list other than the youth? Um, no, I think that they're, they're, they've got a lot of room to move, I think. I think the main the main concern is just some of their, the senior players they brought in the previous, like like Rockcliffe and Motlop. Rockcliffe's uh, going in for some lengthy off-season yeah, I saw surgery. That. I mean, with, with Rockcliffe and Pal Pepper, that's just too many of the same type of player for me. Do you think they have too much inside mid? I do, yeah. So I think Wines, mm. Power Pepper, Rockcliffe, very slow players. If only if let's say one of them gets the ball, there's not there's not a lot of outside run for, for me. I strongly agree with Corey here. And then I guess I might to, make that my ringtone. To well. piggyback on that over overpopulation of inside mids and lack of outside run and outside precision. They were one of the. I think they were second in disposals for the season, and they were incredibly high in inside fifties as well. However, they could not score. They could not get the ball in the right areas, and they could not take marks inside fifty. And I actually felt that their forward line it was was fairly functional. Uh, Charlie Dixon obviously wasn't there most of the season, but when he is there, um, I think it's quite quite lethal. Um, but the issues are kicking the ball inside fifty to pressure areas, and when you've got people like the pig and Tom Rock, that's uh, the same person and, <laughs> and Travis Boak who led the league in clangers trying to kick the ball into the forward line. It's not a pretty side. Yeah. No, fair call. I thought the power probably underperformed a bit this year. Um, well, I know where that, did you expect them to finish? I think they've got enough seniority and experience there with enough class. They should be finishing higher. I thought they'd finish above bombers. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of players you mentioned that I really like. Ran Burton, uh, Dougal Howard, uh, uh, Marshall as well. Dan Houston, I think, is a gun off half yeah, back. He can, play. he can play. Uh, Laddams is one for the future in the Ruck. He's only played a handful of games, but he looks really so, good. So what's going on there with that Ruck situation? Riley Bonner as well. Uh, I reckon... Like, like, why did they drop Lysette in the second last round? Of the I, year? I reckon Scott Lysette might not be there next year, which would be baffling because, yes, he just signed a five-year deal. He came across for a year. And, and what what makes you say that, Daniel? I just <laughs> am hearing things. In in your gut, in your tuchus. Well, that's not where the gut is. <laughs> I know. But, um, <laughs> but just hearing what... the, I'm just not sure if he'll be there. Well, Ryder's going. Ryder's gone. gone. Or gone, yeah. Likely to Aston or They that. need to give Laddams that chance, I think. So where would you think Lysette will fall? <sighs> um... I tell you what, if I was the cats, and I'd have a look at him. That's it, fair. If I was the cats, because uh, they can't get uh, Goldstein, but I love the key defensive combination of Clory and Jonas. I think they're quite solid yeah, together. It, it, mm. Their key positions are quite healthy. Yeah, so I think the, the I'm main with you issue that I'm, I would I would trade Dixon. You trade Charlie. I just don't for just, what sort of return? Yeah. I think you could get a good return. No, would you go right for team. picks he's, or would you go for players? He's a high commodity because he's... Yeah, I think you could forward. get a really, really good offer for someone that hasn't really played well for a But what would you... What type of yeah, player? Or, what would you get in return? I think, you could, I think if you could trade him... You're to, under fire here, Corey. I think, it's a big call. I think if you... Let's say you trade him to Hawthorne, a team that's desperate for a key position player. Yep. Or Melbourne. Well, they've got Johnny Payne. I mean, Melbourne have and got, Mitch Lewis got Wiedemann. Yeah. I mean, and they, Tommy McDonald. And McDonald, who's a defender. Um... You could you could get a, a ton for Dixon, and he Ooh. hasn't. And so got, what? what how, well, you well, got Marshall much? anyway. So you but what are you getting in return? Well, dep- it depends what they're offering. I doesn't don't it? No, I don't know. He's you don't trade just for the sake of trading, Corey. It's, this is not your NBA fantasy team. <laughs> I do do that. Uh, do, do you think he's worth <laughs> uh, the same, more or less than Joe Danaher, Charlie Dixon? Uh, less. Why? For many reasons. Well, I mean, no, no. I'm only one of them. I'm saying that full forward. 
Yeah, but I'm saying that yeah, he might have more runs on the board than her, but both of them in the last two years have barely played. Yeah. I think that they're both So Dixon's both of their few, values Dixon's are low. Injuries and he's had some mental health issues as well. So it's been hard for him to get on the park for both reasons. So I think mm-hmm. there's even more risk with taking him than Danaher. Yeah, that's bad. Danaher's probably got him covered in the talent department as well. Interesting. Okay. I, I, think, yeah, I think it's. I don't I think know most who people would, would rate Danaher higher. No, than, I'm not than saying Dixon. I don't. No, I rate him higher. I do rate him higher than Dixon. I'm just saying both of them are, are cheap on what they could be in terms of if they're at form, they'd be worth more. Yeah, Corey, I, Corey, do you want to turn your phone off? Don't play that on there. That's our guest audience. Yeah, we, we do have a couple couple members in the audience. And they have not contributed at all. No. They know as much about footy as Samson does about soccer with the, with the regulation zone. Um, but anyway, no, I think you could get a lot for Dixon. I really do. And that I would trade him, invest in Marshall and see what you can get. Still if, still got uh, Westhoff as well on the list. Yeah, he's, a bit in, he's in a bit of no man's land. Got dropped mm. later in the year, so... Hard to know where he's at, but I, I think he's a pretty good player. I love the Hoff. I know. So we, I we, know, we like know. The, where their list is at. There's probably not too many holes on it. I think we would probably agree. I think it's the, the key is the outside slash, mm. I guess, yeah, some run goal deep. assist midfielders. See, Brad Hill would be a really good, Ooh. Really good Ooh, player. But unfortunately, no, he doesn't want to go there. But or So Whitfield. who would you target? If they had Whitfield. Well, who, is that who you'd target? Would you offer oh, him you a bucket load? Whitfield. Uh, if I was them, no, uh, to be honest, I'd go hard at Fantasia. So I, I named six. someone oh, else. How many first round picks for him is he worth? Six. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think to be honest, I, I would. I, it seems like Pal Pepper and Ryder will probably land at Essendon, and I think if you if they gave Fantasia for them, it's contrary to DP's sources about yeah. Scott Lysette. Yeah. Unless they just plan on oh, not well, having a record. To be honest, I think Fantasia for Lysette would be a really well. Fair they, I don't think. They, I mean, they might not get rid of him. And I can see them not because he's just signed a deal, but um, they would be contemplating. I think Fantasia for, for Lysette would be a pretty fair trade for both teams. I think both teams would be really happy with that. Fantasia for Lysette. Uh, you'd want more for Lysette than Fantasia. I don't know about he that. He doesn't get on the park. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, Lysette might not even be in their best 22. I don't, they've got rough depth. The, the, mm. Small forwards really aren't that valuable, It's in my opinion. In well, they weren't rich in the currency. So they've, <laughs> got, they've got some value. I don't know how highly rated Fantasia. I think Fantasia's okay, but Poor he's just on not on the park. <laughs> yeah. um, the player who I'm slightly annoyed that uh, it came out today that Melbourne were interested in him is I would target if I was Port Adelaide Jamie Elliott from the Pies he's going to be I think a hot target for a lot mm. of clubs so I think but he would certainly really play well. with Rosie and Gray he, but it's the same conversation as a different option. Fantasia and you can play Gray more in the midfield you can play both him and Gray up forward more which would be a nightmare to match up on I reckon um Allow, which would allow Rosie to play more in the midfield. So there's just a lot more flexibility if you got someone in, like him in. Because as we said, their keep tools are good. They've got enough of them. Um, and he's just a bit different in terms of a marking medium sort of small size forward that they probably don't really have. Yeah, I guess my, my targets here are Brad Hill, definitely. Yeah. I think he's... Well, he's... But he's, he's, well, he's not going to go there, so. yeah. yeah, but he, that kind of, that player of player would be perfect for them. Even, even I don't even know if this is possible, but Rory Laird from down he's the road. He's on the table. Uh, apparently, yeah. he's on the table. According to I think Dwayne he'd be Russell. Good, yeah. yeah, from down, from the, down the road. The guards have <laughs> spoken. I just, don't believe he's being put up for trade, but clubs are inquiring, is my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. he'd well, be expensive. that would just be perfection, as Dwayne Russell would also <laughs> he's, say. He's a gem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the all gems. Guards yeah. are here. <laughs> Um, I also went cross town, although you guys might disagree because you don't think they need any inside players. But I, I reckon they could potentially go for a Greenwood or an Ellis Yolman. I rate Ellis Yolman quite highly since I drafted in my fantasy team this year. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see a lot of He's actually he can he can play, but he's very slow, so I don't think he's the right fit. For yeah, him. I think yeah, Ellis Yolman for me would would sit much better on a team that needs a contested ball. Mm. Jack Watts comes back. I would look at Lukosius as well. He can probably play a similar role, which they're obviously going to be interested in being a South Australian yeah, boy. He, he won't go yet, though. It's probably a bit uh, early. But he, hopefully he doesn't go. I hope they stay at the Suns just for the good of the competition. I don't think he'll be staying. And King will definitely be going to St Kilda. Uh, so. Yes, I would think so. Yep. But we're on the power at the moment. Any others, gents, that you would target for the power? Or are we going to move on to the Hawthorne Football Club? Um, no, Kenny Hinckley had a, had a bit of a sip from the Fountain of Youth. Yeah. <laughs> in the off season doesn't mind know. his Robin Hood with that bow and arrow for <laughs> Dersma um, no I think if they hit the draft again that, and or they get these like mid uh, these players from 20 like 23 to 26 that's 
that's a good spot for them. R- rumors as well going around that Dersmer at the AFL MVP awards absolutely nailed one a bullseye. Uh, if you get catch my drift, but I won't comment too much more. Um, glad, glad, <laughs> glad to get that on here. Live and die by that is recorded, by and that rheumatoid arthritis is a belter. Bell, 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 bell. Well, um, going to get straight onto Big Footy after this. <laughs> just hang post on. that on. I don't go on Big Footy. You're the one that has an account. I do not. <laughs> I, I have an account. Yes, I have oh, multiple have accounts. Account. <laughs> um, off to the Hawthorne Football Club, our final team for the week. Um, my likes, I'm just going to hit, a, hit uh, start us off, gents. That midfield of Warple, Wingard, Mitchell, O'Meara next year. Uh, it's pretty solid. Uh, that's one of the better midfields, I think, going around. Um, I love the half-back line of Sisley, Impey, and Hardwick. Impey was, was huge this year before he got injured. Mm, unfortunately, he's going to miss probably yeah, half of next year. He was, he was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, of course, with, with Clarko, uh, Clarkson as coach, he just gets the best out of all his role players, really, uh, yeah. and has the tactics to, to match it. So, um, again, McAvoy, a really good year. Probably some down years for the Hawks. I thought Stratton had a down year. Might be showing some signs. Pinchy is a lobster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pinchy. Uh, Puopolo down a bit this He's, year. He won't be playing next um, year. Cut him. Yes. Get, him, get rid of him. Yeah, so... He didn't kick a goal. I don't think he kicked a goal 13 games in a row. Was it that long? Yeah. But he's in the, there almost for pressure. That's your type of statistics in under eights, isn't it? <laughs> no, I was on the scoreboard heavily. Uh, um, yeah, uh, thoughts on the Hawks list. Who else? I mean, we know Roughhead's gone. Anyone else you think's probably going to be gone? I think Poppy will go. Should make his time. Sean, he'll... Who cares, to be honest? <laughs> anyway, Irrelevant. Uh, yeah. Um, another one for me is... Um, it's a bit harsh, isn't he? A Bonds underwear model, uh, Sean Maggots? That's again your oh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> More focus on the football over here. <laughs> uh, no, Poppy, well, Isaac Smith will probably go, I think. You think he'll go? I, I think he's got value and Clarko likes to dogs? get value. When he, yeah, probably the dogs. Well, I they think. could get more out. I thought their get of Suckling's been really good, and I reckon they can get more out of Smith and Suckling. So Suckling, I'd, I'd go four for four-time Premiership player, Matt Suckling. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Smith will go. Poppy's obviously gone. McAvoy's probably running out of time. He he was good this year, but how much more? I think next year will probably be his last year. I mean, yeah, like Segler, Segler resigned. He's twenty-eight. Uh, so I that's don't know for, if you'd want him to be your number one ruck. So that's for me where I think that's where they can go hard. They, they're going to get. Patton in from GWS. Have, have got Patton Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Patton's done. So that's a good pick. Him, him and Lewis, it could be interesting. That Lewis is all right. Yeah, I'm not sure about O'Brien. I don't really know where he sits in the scheme of things. I thought Skinny. he I thought he, he came is. good towards the end of the year. He's got a, he's got a bit of a figure a bit like too much DP. of the Dean DeGarn and yeah. the DP. Yeah. What? Skinny. Skinny. Like a migraine might keep him out for three weeks. <laughs> no, that's that's daggers, not me. Yeah, you've got the foot injury. Foot injury, yeah. yeah. The, the sprained toe to your injury. <laughs> Just a clip nail. <laughs> No, they, the, they, the ingrown. <laughs> yeah. They need, to, they need to target a ruckman for me. Yep. Desperately. If they had a good ruckman, you get good service to those good midfielders that you talked about, mm. um, they'll, they'll comfortably make the eight with Clarko. Do you think they need some more key position depth in the back half? Yeah, look, look Stratton had a really poor year. Their system Frawley? is good. Frawley's probably done. He's, he's I thought maybe Alex Keith could be a player they should target, or even, and this mm. could be slightly controversial, a Jake Carlisle who's on the table. What about a Levi Casbolt? Uh, I think Clarko could Clarko yeah, make would, do with him. Clarko would turn Casbolt into a... He could make a, him a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like a 90% disposal efficiency yeah. player after Clarko gets <laughs> his hands has. on him. <laughs> no, I think Keith would be good. I think Keith is also yeah, going Keith's to the dogs. It sounds like the dogs and the blues have signed everyone already, but I think Keith is going to the dogs. But he'd probably he'd probably be well suited there as well. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a good call. I think yeah. My my target area is the forward line. Uh, that Poppy sort of uh, he sort of done. He, yeah, he, yeah. he was completely irrelevant. I don't know how he kept playing, but his pressure stats weren't even that good. For, for he's no tipper forward. as you mentioned. I think you mentioned during the year tipper yeah. was the number one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was pretty disappointing in that area. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's pretty much where they have to target. I mean. You know what? You could go almost full circle here and from Clarko's ex-assistant Dimmer Hardwick to Dimmer Hardwick's forward line of Mosquito Fleets to the one who can't make the side and Dan Butler make a full circle and go to the Hawks and play mm. for his essentially grandfather. Yeah. yeah. And you know who else I would target is Harley Bennell. I would have a go at him if I was... Yes, good. I like it. Thank you. They've got the right system, I think, to make it work. 
with their culture. Swans might be keen on him too. Yeah, like if he went to the D's, I think would be a disaster. But someone like Bortola, <laughs> no, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he'd probably probably walk in captain there. The other, <laughs> the other one I mentioned as well is a bit different. Is Adam Tomlinson? I could just see him being a really good player for a well, Clarkson he's going to, side. He's going to the D's as well, isn't he? Could be, but I just reckon Clarkson. He's a utility player. He just wouldn't. Tomlinson can play. Make him. Uh, yeah, but, I, I just well, see I don't a know fit. what his best position is. He's though. just like a winger that takes marks. He's. But he can play key oh, back if you the need. Camden Macintosh mould. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. Um, yeah, I, look, I don't know exactly where that lies, but I think Bennell, with his pace and class, he's just got talent. How many it's years risk. would you give him? Would you just give him the one? Yeah, I'd give him the one. But is he the kind of player that will respond better to you when you give him confidence that you're going to be there for a couple of years at least? Well, I don't know him personally. Know well, maybe we should give him a call. <laughs> Next meeting's going to interview. <laughs> Potentially. Could be. Uh, anything else on the list management, gents? We've, I think we've covered those teams uh, yeah. fairly yeah. well. Um, Look, that- the three, the, those three teams are actually fairly well-placed as far as compared to yeah, the, the, bottom, the bottom teams of the, of the league. Obviously, they, they weren't quite good enough to make the top eight, but they're actually not that far off. The Dockers. On oh, yeah, the yeah. contrary to I me is that, that the Dockers, who are in a complete rebuild, are also not far off. Should now. drop off. Yeah. But the other two are here. Yeah, they're not far off. Uh, well, I like it from you, gents, as usual. Corey, how do you evaluate your performance tonight? Uh, stronger than Dean's and Shares would have been. So that's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, we'll have to get some feedback. Please let us know if you rate Corey as a as a podcast, or if uh, you hate him. Well, if you don't like him, we, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, uh, are the other panel panelists not up for debate, or is it just no? Well, if if oh, if, we're contracted long term, so you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm locked in for a five year deal. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, on the honey, uh, the honey, the Harley Bennell one year, yeah, or the six months actually. Let's give you half a year. Well, so I got the gig on talent. Enough, nothing, nothing. good to see you, gents. It's good to be back for the Meters Game podcast. Uh, any final words, Baron? You've moved. Uh, back out of home and into the parents' home yeah, recently. I'm not going to name A lot, name of, lot of movement going on in, in the Baron. He's in his own regulation zone now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's oh, no, yeah. no, not a person in sight, so I can just be myself. Yeah. And here comes the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and off she goes. That might do us. Uh, thank you, Corey, for filling in. We're Pleasure. more than happy to have you again. Uh, we'll let you know though. <laughs> uh, I'll keep the phone switched on. <laughs> uh, from Baron Wasser and Polonsky, it is good night. Go, Tigers.